Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, my name's Martin. I'm part of the uh, leadership team here. I feel like I've already had a bit of a feast this morning. Um, I want to welcome everybody, whether this is your first time or you've been more than once, um, you're very welcome and you are loved and significant in the purposes of God. Um, Okay, as we um, enter a new year, we want to know what um, God is saying to us as a church. What's the path he's leading us on? Where are we going this year? What's he got in store for us? I think he's already started to hint at some of that this morning. We've uh, come to the end of our culture series. And what we're not going to do is now ignore that because there's something new going on. The culture series was really about identifying the DNA that God has got for us. Who are we? Um, What is it that runs through our veins? And what is it he's calling us to in terms of lifestyle and values? So we're very much going to be building on that. But we're coming into something new as well. Before I kind of get going, one of the things that um, we felt as a leadership team is that we want to be more intentional about having a response time at the end of our meeting. And that means that we are, um, and hopefully I will try and model this today, we will not finish at quarter past 12 in terms of the preaching, but we'll finish earlier than that so that people have an opportunity to respond in whatever way you feel is right, but you've got that time to engage with God um, and to do business with with him. And we're going to do that today as well. And I have a sense that God wants to do some significant things today. And as part of the um, leadership team, we've, we've prayed about, okay, God, what's next for us? The culture series has been very, very significant, and I think it's something worth going back to and dipping in and out of. But where where are you going next? Where are we going next? What are you building on? And next. I'm going to stop saying next. Um, So we've prayed about this. We've talked about this. We've had prophetic input, and we felt God um, highlight some things. So we felt that um, God is inviting us to go deeper with him in intimacy. We feel that he's inviting us to experience more of the miraculous. And we feel he's inviting us to see more of the impossible start to happen. Now, this is for everyone, all of us. And if you've taken anything away from the culture series, hopefully one of the things you've taken away is, because of Jesus, you are qualified. You are a precious, precious son, and he qualifies you. You are not excluded from this, because you are his, and you are precious to him. 
And I've had this phrase go round my head as I've been preparing. Um, and it's, it's this. Everyone, every day, everywhere. Because I have that tremendous sense that as God invites us into these things, he's not just talking about Sunday. He's talking about every day. Every day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All of us. Every day. Everywhere. Wherever you go during your week is a place where encounter can happen. Where God can break in. And I think one of the things he's looking for from us is that, yes, God, invade any part of my week. Wherever I am, if you want to break in, do it. Um, As I was preparing, I felt that God kind of set me up a little bit. I've been meaning to read a a particular book by a guy called Alan Scott. Um, I don't know if that name rings any bells for anybody. But for 19 years, he was the pastor of a vineyard church in Northern Ireland called Causeway Coast Vineyard, where some amazing things started to happen. Um, And uh, I don't want to get sidetracked by, by talking a lot about that, but they had a prophetic word years ago where, and they just thought this... This is just impossible. But this prophetic word was, you're going to see five people come to faith every day. At the end of that week, they'd seen 35 people come to faith. And that's happened week in, week out. Week in, week out. When the church started uh, 19 years ago, there was about 12 of them meeting in a pub. And there's several thousand strong now. What's really interesting about that is that the vast majority of people who are coming to faith are not coming to faith in the building on a Sunday. It's out in the town. Kids are leading their friends to Jesus at school. Kids are praying for their friends and seeing them healed at school. People are praying for cashiers in the line, who are in pain and seeing God heal them. They're in the coffee shop and they're getting a word for the person serving them or the person behind. Or they feel prompted to do an act of kindness, so they buy the coffee for the person behind them. Why did you do that? Suddenly, God breaks in. It's happening Monday to Saturday as well as Sunday. They are seeing amazing things on their services on a Sunday. But actually, the truly amazing stuff is happening out in their town, day in, day out. Um, I read this book over Christmas. This is by the guy he used to to lead. It's called Scattered Servants. The reason he calls it Scattered Servants is because his conviction is that it's not God's desire that we meet in a holy huddle, but he scatters us out. And as we go out, we take the presence with us and kingdom breaks out. So I wanted to read a little bit. 
The dream of God over your life is not that you become a believer and help out the local church. The dream of God over your life is that you come alive in his presence and bring life to every environment, spilling contagious hope into hurting humanity. God has entrusted believers with an assignment to lead the earth into life. We must pursue that which God has given us for the transformation of the nations. We must unleash the unique blueprint of God for our lives and our community in a creative, expansive and imaginative way. Jesus didn't enter your life so that you could attend a church and contribute to a ministry. Jesus entered your story so that together with him, you could go rewrite the story of everything everywhere. That is your calling. That is your task. That is your assignment. You are the light of the world. It is time to let our light shine, to demonstrate original design. It is time to show that God isn't just good at religion or spiritual things. Our God is good at everything. He's good at medicine and innovation. He's good at business. He's good at filmmaking and a master of art. He's a best-selling author and amazing sculptor. He has all these ways to bring hope to town and he is summoning his dreamers now. Now, when we were um, talking as a leadership group about some of the prophetic input we've got, I felt, um, I felt impressed upon me that verse in, in Timothy that says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Um, and so, here is the stool. Love, power, and a sound mind. And it reminded me of a preach I heard many years ago where someone talked about love, power, and a sound mind as three legs on a three-legged stool where each of those legs is significant and God desires to be strong. And um, this may be a slightly weird question, but have you ever encountered someone who is like a wobbly stool? What I mean is that maybe they have one leg that is very strong, but two that are very weak. So, for example, maybe you've encountered people who you would say they're very strong on the sound mind. Their theology is fantastic. They've got answers to everything. They've studied it all. They've got it. But there's very little power in their life. And maybe they're really bad at loving. And something doesn't feel quite right. It feels wobbly. Or maybe the one leg that's really strong is the power. You encountered or come across powerful people who move in powerful ways but something doesn't feel quite right and you realize that maybe they have some really weird theology or they're inclined to believe pretty much anything and and maybe what really scares you is they don't know how to love well they're powerful people but they're kind of scary or maybe the one strong leg is is love People who love people really well. But in the process, 
um, they end up endorsing and affirming and embracing everything about that person. It's, it's kind of like they end up reflecting the values of those people in their embracing of them. It's like they become a, a thermometer of the temperature. But we're not called to be thermometers, we're called to be thermostats. We're meant to bring a new temperature around us. We're called to see the environment change and the atmosphere shift because there's a kingdom that wants to come and that's the temperature we should be reflecting. We need um, all three legs on our stool to be strong and this is what I felt God was impressing upon me and this is something I think we are going to unpack over the coming weeks Love, power and a, uh, a sound mind. We want each of those legs to be strong so that the weight that is coming will not cause that stool to fall over. The weight that is coming. The glory that is coming the presence that is coming, the kingdom that is coming. So, where do we go from here? We're going to look at the book of Acts over the coming weeks. What I find really um, inspiring about the book of Acts is that what happened wasn't as a result of a a series of preaches or strategy meetings. I mean, those are I'm not putting those things down. But what what happened was as a result of an uncontainable encounter with the Holy Spirit. That same Holy Spirit is here this morning. And he's inviting us into more. Because he has a love for our town and our city, the places where you work, the people that you come into contact with. That those, what, some of those walls that are coming down are at the edge of the church. And I'll honestly say, I don't know what the next step is. But what I do know is that because I'm sure that this is the Holy Spirit initiating this, then I know I can rely on him to lead us, to teach us, to show us, to equip us. He wants to take our hands and he wants us to partner with him. So that everyone, oh I missed this, sorry, there we go. So that everyone, every day and everywhere is filled, touched, imparted and changed. There is so much more 
And we are being invited into that. And here's the question. Are you in? Are you in? I find this kind of scary. Because we have our our comfort zones, don't we? But there's so much more for us. There's an, exci- there's a, an exciting adventure to have with Jesus as we see the more come. Can I ask everybody to stand? We've got lots of time, we've got space, and um, just encourage you to do to do business with God, to open your heart to the Holy Spirit, to let Him speak dreams into your heart. Or maybe there are dreams that he spoke to you a long time ago that need the breath of the Holy Spirit to bring them back to life. And I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill us. And then we're just going to see what happens. Holy Spirit, you are so good. You are so good. And I ask you to come now. Fill every heart, refresh every heart, envision every heart, speak to every heart. Where there are dry hearts, will you bring your refreshing? Mm. Where there are hearts that are hungry for more, thank you that hunger comes from you. Pour out your spirit, Lord. Come and have your way.
uh, we want to encourage you to um, to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. If he is prompting you to uh, get on your knees, then get on your knees. If he is prompting you to go and pray with somebody, then do that. If he is giving you a word for somebody, then go and share that with them. If he is putting on your heart someone who is not well, then go and pray with them and declare healing over them in Jesus' name. Mm. If it gets a bit messy in here this morning, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Mm, Jesus. Jesus. And if you're not sensing very much, then I would encourage you to sit down and start writing. Because rather than maybe you sensing something, God is whispering into your ear. And it'd be good to start writing down what he's saying. Um, I just feel like it would be good for us corporately to respond to what Martin said. I think excellent, do carry on praying for each other and stuff. But I also feel like actually as a church, we, we need to grasp this and go, yes, God, we really want this. This, If you've been around Oasis for some time, <laughs> um, you know we have been persevering in this stuff. And we need and we want to see breakthrough, don't we? We want to see heaven come. And heaven looks like joy being released. Heaven looks like healing coming. Heaven looks like people coming and um, joining us and becoming truly devoted followers of Jesus. And it looks like actually, first of all, us believing that and grasping that for ourselves. And it may be that actually where you're at at the moment is I'm not quite sure whether I believe that or it comes back to what Marshall was saying before. And sometimes it helps us if we just declare it and we go, God... This is where I'm at. He knows our hearts, but I believe you. I believe you for breakthrough. I believe that actually um, we're going to see the miraculous here. I believe, God, that actually you're going to bring transformation through to Chelmsford through uh, me and through Oasis Church. Um, And I believe your kingdom is coming. It's approaching. We are the government here of the city of Chelmsford, if you remember what... Um, Teresa and Andy brought in November um, as we get to come we get to decide stuff and we get to um, just bring government to the city and I feel like even as we just respond in our hearts let's say something out as well let's go to God do you want to say after me Um, God we believe you for this we are really hungry to see you come and change stuff in our city Thank you, Jesus, that you're going to use each of us everywhere, every day, every one of us. Thank you, God, you're going to use each of us. 
Thank you, God. Thank you you're going to put people in our way every day that need you. Thank you, God, that you're setting up even now divine encounters for each of us in our workplace. These are not things that are difficult for us to do. These are things that are natural for us to do. So thank you, God, that that is how you do things. You don't, yeah, you just call us to partner with you. Oh, so we say we partner with you, Holy Spirit. And we're excited. We're excited for 2019. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. Despite what other, others may say, 2019 is going to be a good year. Because your kingdom is increasing and is being extended in our lives, in Oasis, in the, in the city of Chelmsford. Thank you.